You're listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, mini episode number 42. Kayla Lords here with the one, the only, the oh, little grumpy, but I love you anyway, John Brownstone. <laughs> Y'all can't see the look on his face, but I bet you can imagine It's priceless, it. <laughs> especially after what she did, but we won't go into that. No. Yeah. I, I asked an honest question. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But sometimes honest questions are uncomfortable questions. Carry on, girl. <laughs> kinky patrons over at patreon.com slash lords for making this episode possible. This week, we're sharing tips on how kinksters can get through the holiday visits with vanilla family and friends without outing yourself. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS in the number one, so that's at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM. All links are in the show notes. Uh, just to let y'all know, this week's mini-sode was actually recorded as a video just like a few days ago. We were like, but wait, that's good information for the podcast. We're just going to use it twice. So that is what you're about to listen to. Enjoy. It is technically seasonal. We're recording it in December because the holidays are upon us. Uh, as of recording, Hanukkah has begun. Christmas is around the corner. Uh, we are two years into the plague and people are starting to visit their families more than they might have done uh, in the previous year. And we thought it would be a good idea to share how we handle visiting with family as people in a power exchange who for us it's 24 seven. So it's mm -hmm. so baked into our day to day that we sometimes even forget that anything would be considered unusual to a non kinkster until right. a relative goes, what's that for? Uh, <laughs> and then we're <laughs> back to reality. So this particular set of tips is to help anybody who is relatively new to their power exchange. Maybe you've finally got a partner who's living with you full time, or you're gonna bring your partner to a family gathering this holiday season, and you don't want them to know you're kinky. Some people are out and proud. Some mm -hmm. people are like, I don't give a fuck. Just, this is who I am and you're gonna call me this. And that's fine if that's you, these tips are probably not for you. Yeah. Uh, this is for everybody else who's like, actually, I don't want my grandma knowing. Yeah. that uh, I call my partner mommy. No thanks. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want that out well, there. Well, and in some cases too, kind of like us, you know, most of our family knows. Kind of. Kind of, sort of. But they also don't want to... They don't want to be witness to yeah. it. They are they're supportive enough that they still love us, but they're uh, uncomfortable enough that we just want to respect that. So mm -hmm. these tips are sort of uh, how you maintain some level of your power exchange without completely outing yourself to grandma uh, <laughs> and hopefully still feel connected because that tends to be the biggest problem right. is, especially if it's for an extended visit, maybe you go to a family member's house for a, the week of Christmas and you've got that whole week of, but wait, we have very specific routines in our power exchange mm -hmm. and those are now out the window what can we do so these are our tips for that there you go talk about it before the visit if you're already in the middle of the visit it's too late for you okay <laughs> maybe go get a coffee and have a conversation outside right. of the house or whatever but if you're preparing for a visit 
have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Be realistic about what you don't want to do in front of family or friends. What what needs to change? So if you usually use a very specific title and you don't want to call your partner that, or they don't want to be called that in front of their family or their friends, what will you do instead? What can temporarily work? I don't call you daddy in front of my mom who knows no. I called my actual father daddy. That's just not right. okay for nor, us. Nor do I call you baby girl. Right. Actually, my mother calls me that. I, yeah. feel like, <laughs> I feel like I might be all the cliches of daddy issues and I don't mean to be, okay? <laughs> I don't mean to be. Um, and so we just sort of forego some of that. Now, yeah. does that mean you call me by your my legal name and I don't like it? Yes. I am fortunate that the kids are not your biological children, and so they don't call you dad. That is their right. preference. They call you Mr. John. So I call you Mr. John, exactly. and it feels like a title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes it does mean that you just don't use that title while you're visiting, or you come up with little nicknames that mean right. something to you that sound innocuous to anybody mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. I, I sometimes may call you BG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, next. Consider tasks, rules, etc. that look vanilla. We are huge fans of this. Most yeah. of our power exchange does not look like power exchange from the outside looking mm-hmm. in. Uh, I speak with respectful tones. I'm going to put air quotes on that respectful tones because sometimes... <laughs> Says the sassy baby girl. I'm sassy. Um, but yeah. in general, we are respectful towards Correct. one another. We do not argue in front of my family. I would not do that in general, but I really mm-hmm. don't do it as part of our power exchange. Um, right. We have different tasks and rituals. And I say rituals and they're only rituals because they are things we do all the time um, that just look like I'm taking care of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I make your coffee. I get your yeah. plate ready right. at a big family meal. And you'll, you'll make a drink for me for, right. for the I'll meal. Ask different you, things. Especially when we're doing the holiday thing. I'm like, oh, Mr. John, what would you like for lunch and Mm -hmm. I'll take care of it and nobody bats an eye. Part of that is because I have been raised quite Southern and quite (laughs) female. (laughs) So there's a socialization there that I take advantage of. But if you are known in your relationship for just sort of doing things for the other, you get to ascribe meaning to those for yourself. And if your Mm -hmm. family doesn't even notice it, that's fine. They don't have to notice it for it to be valid for you. Yeah. Okay, next. Don't feel like you have to share details. So this is where boundaries come in. Um, Some people feel like it's very important to tell their family and friends, I'm kinky, I'm submissive, I'm dominant, I'm in this kind of relationship. And that's okay if that's how you feel and that's what you want to do. I am not that person. Quite frankly, if uh, life had not made choices for me, I probably would never have had that conversation with my mother. And she would have been very happy if I hadn't. She did not (laughs) want to know either. Um, So if you are more on our end of that spectrum of, I don't really want to have these conversations, you're probably going to get an uncomfortable question of, well, why do you do that? Because I want to, because it makes me happy, Mm -hmm. because I enjoy taking care of my partner. You can say innocuous things that are not untrue that then don't give more details than you want to. And do we all have those people in our lives who push? Yes. This is a time, not a good time, not a bad time. This is a time to practice setting boundaries. I don't want to talk about that. Or that's all I'm going to tell you. Or because I want to, because I want to, full sentence, stop. That's all you got to say. 
Some people will continue to push. You are not obligated to share those details if you don't want to. No. Okay. Treat your collar like any piece of jewelry. This is for people who wear collars that are also visible. That does not apply to everybody. My collar in my mind looks like a collar. It's got a lock on it and it is a chain like what? It's a braided chain. That's like a kind braided of chain, yeah. chain mail kind of, yeah. From Elegantly Owned on Etsy, just saying. But not sponsored. Um, it locks. I can't, anybody who looks at it closely is going to go, you can't take this off. And I get compliments on it too from family, mem from family members, from strangers, which is mm -hmm. great. I just don't draw attention to it. My mom, over the years, every collar I've worn from really dainty kind of subtle ones to what feels to me to be more obvious, she's always complimented them. Yeah. She's always said, oh, that's so pretty. And I just go, thank you. John got it for me. That's one of those times I have to mm -hmm. use your name. I, I don't like it, yeah. but we do it. Because she would think it was weird if I called you Mr. John in a conversation that did not involve the kids, but it's a thing. So I just don't draw attention to it. I just say thank you when somebody compliments me yeah. and then I move on. I just, I leave it alone. Now, if you are still highly, highly uncomfortable or the questions you're gonna get are ones you don't wanna deal with, I don't think there's anything wrong to switching to a different style for the visit, mm -hmm. day callers, are called day collars because they are meant to be worn publicly without drawing attention. But also I think you can unapologetically wear your collar and be like, why, yes, it is a chain link with a big padlock. I like this, <laughs> this is my style, mom. And I think that's okay too. But if you don't act like it's a big deal, most of the time people tend to be polite enough that True. they'll just kind of go, oh, that's weird, but okay, uh, yes. Do we all have that one person in our in our sphere who will push? Yeah, go back to tip before. <laughs> Learn this is time to practice setting boundaries and you don't have to explain anything you don't want to. Mm -hmm. Okay, consider subtle fuckery. So <laughs> we uh, got used to subtle fuckery from long distance relationships because there was stuff we just couldn't do together. Right. And it still works today. Um, so you, use, you have, at all kinds of events sent me off like to the spare bedroom or to the bathroom and my job was to edge myself mm -hmm. um, wearable sex toys that are actually quiet <laughs> you will need to test this first that can be a fun way to uh, engage in some power and control and maybe get you worked up for when you're finally alone in your room at night <laughs> um, so that can be wearing a butt plug if anal is part of your thing um, that can be wearing uh, a cock ring if you have a penis mm -hmm. and you just want to kind of mm -hmm. have that constriction or a uh, cock cage if you want to like make it so that you literally cannot touch it um, I have briefly worn nipple clamps under clothes that one you have to be careful of if especially if you're trying to be you know under the radar that it can't be seen through clothes right. and that you can get to a place where you can take them off within if a needed, certain amount yeah. of time um but yeah being sent on little sexy errands when it's kind of mm -hmm. quiet in the house everybody's taking a nap after a big meal and your dom sends you into the bathroom to like edge yourself Nobody knows what you're doing in there unless you start screaming. Don't scream. Mm. Okay. Uh, this, I think, is one of those times you do have to know yourself. If you are a screamer, maybe that is not the task for you. Unless the real task is you got to do it without making any noise. There you go. Which this sadist loves. What else would you suggest <laughs> um, as subtle fuckery? Well, for me, I'm, I'm 
what comes to my mind is more along the lines of power exchange. Okay. Um, you know, once you're off in your room for the night and, you know, getting ready to settle in, there, there are certain things you can do, you know, kneeling if possible, um, asking permission to go to bed, mm-hmm. um, something that, that would definitely show the power exchange. You know, once you're in your room, doors closed, have your sub undress you and get you ready for bed. Well, there you go. You yeah. know, prepare the bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's little subtle things that give the, the, the feeling of service without being obvious. Right. Exactly. And if you are behind closed doors, especially with a door that can lock, or maybe you're staying at a hotel and you've left everybody behind, man, if you can afford and have access to a hotel during a family visit and it won't like ruin everything and cause drama you don't want to deal with, rock on. Do that. (laughs) Because then you've got hotel sex. And then whatever pent up whatever from the day, you've got the hotel room for Mm -hmm. it. Okay. Give and open kinky gifts privately so we are a big proponent of kinky gifts and not yes. just because you have a toy shop the kinkery.com <laughs> not uh, not sponsored but it's because we own it we don't have to <laughs> anyway um you have given me gifts specific to sex and kink at holiday time yes even when we weren't doing the big family visit in those times that was in the bedroom just the two of us because we have kids so we didn't want anybody going mommy what is that very large uh massage thing you're holding it was my original magic wand thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) um so if that is your style but this is a year maybe you're going to friends for this or you're going to see family for that or whatever um, bring the present if you're away from home and want to give it on the special holiday, but definitely maybe don't keep it under the tree. Uh, and definitely open it privately because nothing will cause more questions than your partner opening a collar, a paddle, right. a vibrator, <laughs> yeah, yeah. a harness in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And if it's left under the tree, if you're trying to avoid questions you don't want to have to answer, there's going to be the, well, there's this gift left. And yeah, you can do the, we're going to open that privately. And that's okay. But if you know you've got those family members or those friends who will push too hard, just keep it in your bedroom, keep it private. If you're visiting somewhere else and you've traveled maybe have a special date evening or whatever Mm -hmm. to go away and have your moment uh if you're having people over sometimes we've done this we just do our stuff after everybody's gone and it's like a second holiday celebration for us so Mm. kind of figure out what's going on with you and then time your kinky and sexy gift giving away from that there you go so that, quite frankly, we've made these seasonal for the holiday gift giving time. But quite frankly, most of this works anytime you're around uh, f- friends and family who are not kinky that true, you're true. trying to not out yourself to and you don't want to have those conversations. Most of this works for all of that. So even if you're not visiting for the holidays, but you'll be in a few months and you're like, oh gosh, new relationship. Oh gosh, it's the first time I've worn a collar or it's the first time I've dominated Mm -hmm. somebody and how is this gonna work in front of my family? It's easier than you think, especially if you prepare for it. True. And then once you do it a couple times, it gets easier. You just kind of find a, a rhythm and a flow and it, you almost, for us, we create 
new routines that are kind of specific to visiting, whether they're coming hmm. here or we're going there. We, we alter what we would do at home because, or by, when we're by ourselves, but it still works for us, even if it's not the day-to-day, very specific routine mm-hmm. that we would normally follow. True, true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, those are our tips if you're together and you're able to visit together or people are coming to visit you and you don't want them to know that you're kinky. And as we said at the top, if you don't care, then you can disregard all that and just do your own thing. But some of us care. We happen to be people who care. So there you go. Uh, (laughs) That is it for us on this week and we will chat with you later. Bye. Bye.